Hello, Gator Nation, and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. Hope everybody had a great weekend. We got a great show lined up for you today. It was an eventful night on Saturday in the O-Dome, and for the first time, the Gators played on Billy Donovan Court in the Exact Tech Arena as the Gators honored their legendary coach with a halftime dedication. 28 of his former players were in the building, including several NBA stars. You also had former coaches, managers, and support staff that was there throughout his 19-year tenure at UF, and the Gators were able to take care of business against Vanderbilt getting their fourth win in a row over the Commodores, 84-66. to The Gators came out hot from the start and had a little brand of Billy Ball with Donovan in attendance. On today's show, we will recap that win over the Commodores. In the first segment, we'll bring you some comments from Coach White. In the second segment, we'll bring you some comments from the players, as well as Chris Chioza, who discusses what it meant to be in the O-Dome for Donovan's dedication. And in the final segment, we will bring you Donovan's full comments as he discussed what it meant for the Gators to name their court after him and a number of other topics. But let's start out recapping the game as the Gators jumped out to a 29-point lead in the first half, and they held Vanderbilt to just 19 points. That was the fewest allowed before the break this season. Now, the Gators didn't have the greatest second half, and Mike White was upset about it after the game, but they were still able to maintain their margin and get a big win. Now, Mike White did admit that he was a little bit worried about how all the hoopla would affect his players. So before the game, he addressed it with them and said that the focus had to be on Vanderbilt. But they actually went out and fed off of all the energy and the excitement in the building. And he thought really performed well, especially coming out of the gate. I'm just so glad that in a night where University of Florida and Gator Nation is honoring Billy Donovan, that we're able to get a win. Absolutely. Uh, did that come into your mind, you know, in, in our mind? Yeah. I mean, this this was a big night for our athletic department and um, for Coach's legacy. And for us to simply win this game um, was was big. I, I'm glad that we that we played really well in the first 20. I mean, what you want is you want to put 40 together. We didn't do that. But hopefully it's a positive step in that uh, you're playing a team that you've already beaten at their place. And we came out at least for the first 20 and, and, and played with a lot of maturity, as much maturity as we've played with. Extra passes, um, executed pretty well, got some interior touches, um, pretty locked in on defending them. We got to do it for 40, though. And a big night from Noah Locke. He led the Gators with 19 points. He was 6 of 8 from downtown. All of his shots were attempted from beyond the arc. And he's now shooting 51% from three-point range in SEC play. Here's what Coach White had to say about Locke's performance and the hot hand that he's been having. You know, I, I think that he's a recipient of um, the connectivity and, and just the, the, the movement and the selflessness improvement of the whole team. And a lot of those possessions over these last couple games have just resulted in, in pretty good movement, better at least. And uh, late clock, no locks open, and we make the right pass. It's not my play. It's our play. It's our shot. And we like. That's a good shot for us. No lock, a catch and shoot. 
So many former Gators in the building. Mike White mentioned Al Horford, Joe Kim Noah. You had Bradley Beal there. But during the under-12 timeout, all those guys came out on the floor to be recognized. And right before they left, Chris Chioza actually ran over to Florida's huddle and joined them. And here's what Coach White had to say about that moment. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, and, and, and our guys know I really like cheese. I really like Chris Chioza. So great to see him mid-game. We're talking, but six, eight minutes left. I look up and Chris Chioza's in our huddle. Pretty, pretty crazy. We almost called a play for him. Go get one, Cheese. Give it to him and get out of his way. When we come back from this first break, we'll bring you some comments from Chris Chioza as well as the UF players. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day. Welcome back into the show. Locke led the way for the Gators on Saturday, and he also had a big game against Texas A&M, and he now has 11 three-pointers in his last two outing, and that's now back-to-back games where he's had five-plus trays, and Locke also did that in 2018 when he also set the freshman record for three-pointers, and he's now hit one in 23 straight games, which ties the eighth-longest streak in program history. Here's what Locke had to say after the game about his performance, as well as how the Gators handled all the the pressure with Billy Donovan and his former players being in the building. What was Coach White's message to you guys before the game, just about staying focused on Vandy and not letting all the events of tonight kind of creep into your minds? Um, I mean, pretty much what you just said. I mean, just, you know, staying focused on, you know, Vandy. I mean, staying focused on Vandy. I mean, you know, it's a lot of great guys coming in. Uh, I mean, you know, Billy Donovan's back. And, you know, all, it was just so much, you know, we could get distracted on. But, I mean, we, we had to worry about winning the game. That's easier said than done, was it? you feel like it might have been hard for guys to do yeah, that? Yeah, sometimes, like- sometimes. I mean, like, you know, it, when it was a timeout, you know, the guys came on the floor and, you know, they came towards the bench. I mean, we tried to, you know, stay locked in. I mean, we, we got to, you know, fight through that. And um, I feel like we did. Proud of the way that y'all played, just maybe a nice way to kind of honor Billy tonight? Yeah, yeah, I feel like we did. I mean, the first half was really, really well. I mean, I feel like defensively uh, in the second half, I mean, we kind of let up some. Um, I mean, you know, we, I mean, that just, just can't happen. I mean, you know, just like, you know, we're losing in the first half in another game. I mean, in the second half, we got to come out playing playing hard. So, I mean, we just got to stay focused throughout the whole game. And what, what's working so well for you right now from beyond the arc? I mean, just being confident in my shot, just taking the shot when I'm open. I mean, not trying to do, you know, too much. Um, you know, when the ball is moving and, you know, I touch the ball a few times, you know, before I get a shot, I mean, it, it definitely helps. Kerry Blackshear Jr. also finished in double figures with 15 points. He was four for six from the field, hit a three-pointer, and after the game, he was approached by Billy Donovan, who pulled him to the side and had a message for him. Here's what he had to say about that moment and Florida's performance on Saturday. Um, he just um, said that um, I'm a pretty good player, so I appreciated that. Um, and um, he just acknowledged that um, this team can go far. We just got to um, take ownership and lead this group. And... Um, that's something I, I think will stick with me. What did it mean to have him pull you aside like that? Um, it was great. Um, he was like one of the coaches like I grew up like watching um, in my living room, like shooting hoops with my brother. So like it was great. Um, grew up hearing about like those guys were here. Um, the fans were really great. Um, you could just feel like the impact that they've had on this program. Was it hard for you guys to focus on tonight's game because of all the hoopla? No. Um, I think coach did a really good job of allowing us to understand that uh, how important um, this game was for us, um, how important um, sustaining momentum is, and how um, close we are to the top of this league. And um, we just needed um, a win like this one. When you're 
inching closer and closer to the tournament, do you start counting numbers and looking at the win total? And um, I think that's important, but um, what we like to do is like focus on the task at hand. Um, we got a big task ahead of us, um, playing a tournament team in Arkansas on Tuesday. But um, I'm glad it'll be at home and um, just got a chance to um, keep this momentum going. And perhaps the coolest moment on Saturday during the game came from Florida freshman Trey Mann right at the end of the half. He took a step back three and drained it, turned around, and right there was Bradley Beal, Al Horford, Joe Kim Noah, a bunch of former players, and Brad Beal especially, who Mann said is one of his favorite players. He actually saw him before the game sitting there, so right as he turned around, he blew them a kiss with three fingers raised and then ran into the locker room. Just a really special scene for Trey Mann, who not only looks up to Brad Beal, but is from Gainesville, and when he was young, came to a game with his grandmother that Joe Kim Noah was playing in. Here's what he had to say after the game about the night, the moment with Bradley Beal, and the team's performance to honor Billy Donovan. Uh, yeah, my um, coach let us know before the game that we're going to have a lot of stuff going on, and we he told us that we had to just worry about beating Vandy tonight, so that's what we did. We had to get all the outside stuff like out of the way. Like nothing mattered tonight more than winning the game. I didn't really, I didn't have a lot of memory because I was so young when when they were playing here and stuff. But I do remember coming to a game with my grandma. But I didn't know it was going to be this big, and it was just big tonight. And I was just happy to be a part of it. It, it was kind of cool. Bradley Bill, one of my favorite players. Um, I saw him right there before the game, and so the shot just happened to go in right there. So they, I knew they were behind us. So I just just did something to show them a little love. How do you feel like you've been playing the last few games and just the way your things have been working for you on the offensive end? Um, offensive end, I think that I'm more comfortable and I've been playing a lot more confident. I'm not where I want to be at to, uh, in terms of making shots and stuff, but I feel more comfortable, confident. And then on defense, I'm a lot more comfortable. What's helped you feel more comfortable on offense? Um, just just getting used to playing now. Um, I know got to go out and play. I'm going to have some shots, just knowing i got to make them. So. We've been drilling it a lot lately. Um, our coach has been making us call extra like like crazy in practice and stuff. If we don't, then like, it, just, it won't count. So we've been doing that a lot. We've been drilling it. And then it's just, it's just the right place. So we try to make it in the game. And it's just there. And last but not least, we heard from Chris Chioza before the game about Billy Donovan's dedication being back in the O-Dome with a bunch of former players. And Chioza talked about how all those guys were in the room together, several of them who play on different NBA teams, yet they were all hanging out and spending time together like they're on the same team right now. It was a really unique situation and I think speaks to the bond that Billy has created with all those guys and it's something that's always going to connect them. Here's what Chioza had to say after the game about that moment and being back in the O-Dome for Billy Donovan. You know, these guys together, I don't know if there's ever been, you know, something like this where you, you walk in and you see 15 NBA guys in here and, you know, we come together, we're talking like we just played on the same team with each other and most of us was years apart and it's just like through that relationship with Coach Donovan and through that relationship that you have, that, that brotherhood you have just being a Florida alumni, it's just like you have family forever here. What do, you think, what do you think it means to, to Billy to, to be able to come back to this school where you're so successful and to be able to do this? Man, I, I couldn't even imagine it. It's, I, it's like, I, I guess it would be like being a, a player, getting your jersey, retired in the Raptors, uh, having a court named after you as a coach. That's probably that and being inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's like the two biggest things you probably could have in a coaching career and, and winning a championship. And so he got two championships. Now he's got a court. 
put his name on it tonight, and next just going into the Hall of Fame, which I'm sure he's going to be in that too. So, you know, them, them three things that any coach would want to have, they're, they're trying to accomplish it. The fact that he did it here, had and got the group of guys that he's had, just goes to speak towards, you know, his basketball IQ, his knowledge, and just the kind of guy he is. When we come back from this last break, I'll bring you the full interview with Billy Donovan when he met with reporters before the game. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day. Welcome back into the show. And without further ado, here were the comments Saturday from former Florida coach Billy Donovan, who was back in the O-Dome to be honored with the court named after him. He talks about what that meant to him and a number of other topics. Here's what he had to say before Saturday's game. It's great to be back. It is. Oh, I think you miss the people. You know, you miss the people that you work with. Um, I feel like, you know, we've always had great relationships here, you know, um, you know, with you guys. And then, and then, you know, just the relationship with Jeremy, you know, Mike Hill, Jane McCloskey, Tom Williams, you know, all those people there in the administration, uh, Chip Howard, you know, and then, and then obviously the support staff, assistant coaches, players, People in the community, yeah, I mean, for 19 years, you know, this has been home. And, uh, you know, so you miss people when you don't get a chance to see them a lot. Coach, you got a chance to see the actual name on the court yesterday. What was that like? What was your first reaction? You know, obviously it's really emotional for me, and I'm really humbled. Um, for me, um, I've always said this, is, is it takes a, a, a lot of people to really contribute and help. And um, I look at my name, and there's another name I could think of that would go right next to my name, from Anthony Grant to John Pelfrey to Larry Shiat, right, to, to Brad Beal to Al Horford to Joe Kim Noah to Jeremy Foley to, you know, Jay McCloskey to Tom Williams. Like, everybody contributed, you know, and um, I'm just thankful that I was around such great people. You know, I think that's what it speaks to is the quality of people that I was fortunate enough to be around here in Florida. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be emotional. I, I, I don't know if I'll be crying. I'm going to try to get over that. But, yeah, I mean, I'll be extremely emotional. This is, um, you know, I never would have ever thought anything like this. And, um, you know, to, to be honored in a way. And then to have so many people come back and to be part of it and share it, you know, really means the world to me. Because I think everybody's got busy schedules, got lives. And, you know, for people to come in um, and be able to catch up with them and see them, it's been, it's been great. Have you thought about how proud Augie Griner would be just be here for this moment? Yeah, I mean, I think of Bill Coss and Augie and the way they started tip-off club and try to generate interest in the program. And, you know, those two guys played here and always loved the program and would do anything they can to help. And, you know, Augie and I developed a great relationship, you know, over the years, and he was a great friend. Yeah. Billy, what's been the most special part about this week and what all have you got to do since you've been back in town? Um... You know, obviously I got back, you know, in, in yesterday afternoon and was able to, you know, visit with, uh, you know, people over at the facility, you know, um, people that I worked with. Um, then met up with Jeremy later that, that night and Chip Howard, Mike Hill, a lot of the people we work with, some of the assistant coaches. Uh, this morning I had some close family members came in town and spent some time with them. So it's been a lot, you know, it's been a lot. Um, and... Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to really take it all in and digest, you know, because you're seeing so many different people that you want to be able to connect with and catch up with. Coach, you join a pretty elite list. Of, I'm sorry? So you join a pretty elite list of other coaches that have their floor named after them. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, 
it's extremely humbling. You know, I'm very, very grateful. I'm honored. Um, I tried to work as hard as I could, you know, to, to help the program, help the university. Uh, but again, I think, you know, for it to be down there like that, I, I think about from my first year all the way through to, to my 19th year and the just the amount of people that helped me. You know, my name's down there, but a lot of people really, really helped me. And that's really what was, was, was to me, so humbling uh, that everybody worked so hard. You look back and, and you... Oh yeah, you gave me a grand entrance. Oh yeah, it'll be it. <laughs> you look back and you had back-to-back national championships, and that's only been done a handful of times. Have you ever thought about how really special that was to, to do that and do it at a formerly all-football school? Well, that group was incredible. They were an incredible group, um, connected as a team, played for one another, highly competitive. You know, I really have always said this. I think that they should go down as one of the greatest teams of all time. And the reason I say this is because they started off unranked and won a national championship and won a national championship starting the season ranked number one with all the expectations to do it. And they did it under both circumstances. And, you know, that, that group was, was incredible. And, um, you know, it was a blessing to be able to coach guys like that. Oh, yeah, right away. <laughs> no, I didn't, never envisioned that. You know, you come into a program and you, you try to work and you try to do the best you can and hire a staff and go out and recruit and, you know, get great guys and try to put them together as a team. But I, I, I never envisioned this would happen. Did you do a special signature for or was they just grab one? I think they grabbed one of the ones that I did. I signed a sheet of paper. Probably they, they had, but I didn't have to do it for the floor, no. Oh yeah, I mean it's hard to watch a lot of games um, just because of the number of games that we have, um, and a lot of times when the game's not on national TV, you can't see it. But I've had a chance to see a couple games, like a half here or there. Um, you know, obviously always pulling for them, and you know want to see them do great things. What do you miss most about being coach of the Florida Gators, just coaching at this level? Well, I told Pat this, you know, I think one, when you have 82 games, a lot of times you don't have the time to practice as much. You know, I do miss practicing sometimes. Uh, It's different, you know, how you go about practicing at the NBA. So I do miss that. Um, I would say I miss people, you know, that I don't get a chance to see on a regular basis. I get a chance maybe to see them in the summer some. Uh, I miss that. Uh, And to me, it's always the people that you're working with. You know, it's, it's the quality. The one thing that was special about this place is that there was great people, who are really, really highly equipped and really good in their job. And that's really uh, an incredible combination. And I think Jeremy's got a, deserves a lot of credit for having those kind of people inside, you know, the, the, the university. More here, guys. Hey, conversely, what's life like now in the NBA and what you're doing now with Oklahoma City Thunder? Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I mean, it's been a great challenge. I've learned a lot. Um, you know, we're in the, obviously in the all-star break. Uh, you know, we got 27... Uh, games left and uh, it's been a great group to work with you know every night you're dealing with the best guys in the world you know it's challenging uh, a lot of games you know a lot of film watching but I, I, I've enjoyed the experience very much you see anybody here tonight you haven't seen in 10 or 15 years 10 or 15 years yeah some players yeah it's been that long you know been a long time yeah. since I got a chance to you know see uh, Mark Tominski uh, Dan, I don't know if it was 10 or 15 years. Uh, Patrick O'Connor, okay. you know, Michael Nunez, Aiden Nunez's brother. Like, some of these guys I hadn't seen in a long, long time. And, uh, you know, sometimes if you're in certain areas, you're talking to certain people, you may be able to connect through other people with them. Yeah. 
but in terms of really spending time, you know, it's there's quite a few people we haven't seen in a long time. That'll do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we recap Florida's win over Vanderbilt. We discussed Donovan's dedication, and we brought you some comments from the man himself, Mike White, and some of the players. On tomorrow's show, we'll get you ready for Florida's matchup against Arkansas back in the O-Dome. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Gators, your team every day.